2: This is the Best Hang Podcast, featuring Max Kerman, Shane Cunningham, and I am Mike Bierman. to the best hang podcast i am mike we got max we got shane the whole gang is here we're excited to be recording a fresh new pod lots going on shane just got back to the country max where are you you're
0: you're not at home i'm i'm host sitting at a for a neighbor around the corner Ooh, it looks fancy. It's a nice, it's a very nice house. That's a nice kitchen set I know. Yeah. It's it's, kind of interesting for me. You know, I'm never by myself. So I'm like, I don't know what to do, but it's, you know, you're always trying new things. So uh, that's what
1: I'm doing right now. What is house sitting? What does that mean? Watering plants? Like, what do you do when you're, (laughs) what does it
0: mean? It's a good question. Some, um, yeah, I I was, uh, down in LA last week. Uh, I was staying and I actually stayed at our buddy, Tim McAuliffe's house because he's out of town and he was like, thanks for watching the house. (laughs) I was like, watching it from what like i like i do I, <laughs> am i thwarting off criminals every night like i, I didn't do any watering of the plants uh, i suppose i could shovel here because it just mm-hmm. s- snowed here in toronto maybe that's what i'm supposed to do but uh so far no one's Will assigned you? me <laughs> i don't think so like i <laughs> i'm, I'm, I'm going to do the thing where i hope it melts tomorrow and then i'll i'll, I'll reevaluate tomorrow you know i'll yeah. see if if the shoveling is necessary but yeah but so far no one's assigned me any duties um so I guess good. if you're a criminal though and you're walking
1: by a house and you see movement lights on that makes them not want to break in as much. There's yeah.
0: value in that. I, but I'm I'm a believer that if you get robbed that's just luck of the draw. You know like I don't like I think anybody who's like casing the joint like it, like who people aren't casing the joint regularly I think it's just like someone happens to want to rob a house and you happen to be in their line of sight and that's it. But I think like the amount of time and effort you people spend when it comes to like locking their doors and hiding their belongings. I think there's way too much time spent on doing that stuff because it actually makes very little difference about uh, actually getting robbed or not. Do you think robbers
1: check the front door just in case it's open or they're just going for their <laughs> sneaky attack right off the bat?
0: Well, this is what used to happen. So um, we have some family friends, the Rosenthal's that lived on a nice street in Toronto, Palmerston Boulevard. And they kept on getting robbed because the the, the criminals would break the glass in the side basement door like or window. And then, the, but their front door was always open and it was just annoying to the mom, Carol. She wanted to put a note in the window being like, if you're going to rob us, please just go through the front because replacing the window every time was just a pain. It was, like, yeah. it was really annoying, you know? So, um, and the other thing is you should, just shouldn't have anything uh, worth robbing in your house. Like, it, like if something got stolen in your house. Would you actually be upset about it? Like, what, let's go through those items. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you got yeah. some money there.
2: <laughs>
1: no, that's fake money. That's TV <laughs> money's money. For, yeah. money.
2: Yeah, m- money's like, obviously, you know, depending on where you're at, sort of the monetarily, money could be devastating if you keep cash around, you need that money. But it's replaceable sort of ultimately in the grand scheme of life. I have one item, one item in the house that I'd be devastated if it got stolen. Wait, what is it? Can, are you going to say it on the podcast? I keep it fucking hidden, tight, hmm? and locked up, baby. Can you guys guess what that one item is? <sighs> Ooh. It's it's gonna be the the thing Greg gave you, right? You got it. It's the championship ring that says mm-hmm. Veerman on it that Greg uh was given by the organization after they won. That to me is irreplaceable unless I want to spend the money it's like worth like thousands and thousands of dollars. I it would feel silly to buy a replacement ring. I would I wouldn't do it. And it's the ring that Greg gifted to me. I'd be crushed if that was gone. I want to keep that in our family for generations.
0: I think it's cooler if it gets robbed and then you have to go find it again and then the reuniting of you and the ring it makes for a oh, great adventure. story yeah i think i think it's what you want
2: okay what about you shane you got anything in your house that would be irreplaceable in your mind
0: peloton you got a peloton behind you that's
2: expensive
1: <laughs> yeah i don't it's not that expensive it's like 1800 um the children they're irreplaceable if they were kidnapped oh. that'd be bad um uh, but yeah no i don't think i have anything good no i've got no good things
0: you, you have anything, um, one thing, Max, that if it got stolen, you'd no, be pissed? No, I wouldn't even know what got stolen, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Also, uh, Ash is pointing out in the chat here that uh, my indifference to like security and uh, privacy <laughs> is uh, one. It's like she manages a lot of those things, so like somebody has to be in charge. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, number yeah, one. they number...
2: have like a, most people don't have an ash in their lives. They yeah. just sort of. You're kind of like Mr. Magoo. You know how Mr. Magoo <laughs> just kind of like walks through like construction sites and doesn't die, but he's not really sure why. It's it just seems like luck and randomness. That's mm. kind of like you, but Ash is like your guardian angel, making yeah. sure you don't go down the potholes or you know like the canister doesn't fall in your head it just misses you that's what's going on with you oh
0: yeah there's like i'm constantly like forgetting everything and and i'm like huh. and then like 45 minutes later like i forgot to bring the most important thing to the meeting she'll like pull it out of her pocket she's like i know you left (laughs) it yeah Uh, um and also it's like you know if you're if you're a female you know sometimes there's like really gnarly you know moments of like violence from creepy predators and stuff like that and i feel like men don't have to deal with that as much so uh it is this is a gendered conversation i just want to be able to say that um but yeah i i don't think there's anything though that i yeah i think i think if i got robbed i'd be very um interested did i get no i did get robbed one time I, this has happened to me already. I just forgot. You've talked about
2: it on the podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: They, they
0: stole oh, my, right. laptop and my laptop in my backpack. But well, you went nuts. Yeah. You yeah. went to
1: like the police to track them down. <laughs>
2: yeah. What are you, you talking know? about? Yeah. You'd be all like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, the police were there. You oh, had to, I think I had had to call, you, have,
0: you have to call the police if you get robbed. I'm not saying I wouldn't call the police. What I'm I'm happens if you really... don't tell the cops? Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't I think, you think I would tell them. I think you, want you, a record you were of, like,
2: you were crying to the police and stuff. You said it's irreplaceable. I crying. You say, <laughs> no. I love my
0: toys. <laughs> You're lying. Stop it. <laughs> I love my toys, but they found it. They found my laptop. It was like in a dumpster. So I'm pretty. did sick. you have any no, good songs bad. on there? Good question. No, you know, I put, I make an effort to put everything in emails. So like any idea, anything I've ever written, it's like in the cloud. Get somewhere. in the cloud. It's, it's, yeah, it's in yeah. Gmail. Yeah, it's fine. Hmm. But yeah. Um. Anyway, Shane, how was your uh, your trip to Detroit? I, I saw you on the weekend. You were smoking cigars. Oh you were yeah, drinking, doing
1: everything, drinking. Yeah. Uh, it's-
0: hold on. Before
2: you even start, I, I feel like I'm looking at an all new you. Don't think oh, it has yeah. not oh, gone yeah. unnoticed that you are currently mustacheless, which is mm-hmm. a very unique look for Shane. It's mm-hmm. almost like a uh, like uh, like Haley's comet. It only comes you know once every so often.
1: Yeah, that might be an exaggeration Uh, in terms of (laughs) like, I I don't know what Haley Comets is, but it feels like cooler sight than just me shaving, especially, uh, you know, I got a little, you can see something underneath. It looks more shocking on the initial shave where Mm -hmm. your face is kind of puffier and everything, but I think I'm done with mustache. I'm doing it for the show and having to have a mustache when you have to have something. Mm -hmm. It's very irritating, so. Now I'm just so happy to see it gone and it may never come back. What do your kids think? They don't give a shit at all. But like when I first did it a year ago, they thought it was very funny that I, I didn't have one, but you only get that shock once. And even you guys, you guys didn't say anything till like we were doing this for like 10 minutes. Well, I know I thought about it and then I got used mm-hmm. to it over those 10 minutes. Yeah.
0: And Mike brought it up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I hate mustache uh- now. My new thing is hating mustaches. So, so wow. Mike, so
2: this is, this, feel free to this grow one. This is the new one. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is you going forward now. This is your look. That's, 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 yeah. that's news on some level. Because in the past, whenever it's been gone, you kind of fucked up shaving it or something. It was like no, an no, accident, no, 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 and no, then no, it no. came
0: back. I know what's going on. What? Oh, okay. Let's hear it. This I want to hear this on, theory is okay. that, you know, the show is going to come out. The sketch show is going to mm. come out and then people are going to think your first impression of Shane on the sketch show is like quirky looking comedy, comedy dude. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what everybody's going to think. Oh, quirky looking comedy dude. Okay. Okay. But no one's going to think, oh, he's a hot dude. No one's going to think that. Everyone's just going to think quirky, sort of handsome, whatever comedy dude. Then mm, sure. we start doing press. Oh, then we have a hot. red red carpet event and people go, do you know that like Daniel Radcliffe is actually kind of fucking sexy? They're going to say the same thing about you. <laughs> do, you do you know that Shane Cunningham is actually fucking sexy? Like, I didn't, wow, like this whole time. It's like Urkel and mm-hmm. Stefan well, says the same thing. I know your tricks. I know your Uh I'm not saying you weren't hot before. I'm okay. saying you were objectively. I feel a like you are person. saying that
1: though. Um, <laughs> do you know what actually might have been the catalyst? We, me, Mike, and Poplis, we went to see a movie. Uh, Triangle of Sadness and I was like half an hour early like I underestimated how quickly I could get to the theater and Triangle of Sadness is kind of a hipster movie but I showed up and I'm sitting down and I'm watching everyone come in every single guy looked like me
0: every yeah they were even (laughs) wearing
1: my same stupid hat I'm wearing this like you know little cool toque neon color every guy to the toque the mustache, every girl looked the same. And it was just like... Oh, and like, the girls
0: look the same too? All, all their girlfriends look yeah.
1: the same. Um So <laughs> I was just like, oh, like I'm so not unique at all. Like not even remotely interesting. It's not even quirky to have a mustache. It's just like the, the outfit you wear now.
2: Uh-huh. On the walk from Union today to work, I'm at the office here in downtown Toronto. I literally passed three different dudes that had the tuke mustache combo like Mm -hmm. it's it's a very common vibe these days
0: do i look like uh like your standard fair musician guy or do i have a little bit of originality or am i just that guy
2: it's very cool i
1: think that you don't have tattoos Mm. your hair is different it's it's hard Mm -hmm. to have that type of hair not many people have it yeah It's like like being a redhead, you know, but text your Mm -hmm. version of being a redhead.
0: You know, related to this, I had a thought, um, I was in LA last week and I was working at a coffee shop and I was sort of like getting intimidated by all these sort of like eccentric creative, creative looking people that were like, it was like, you know, one in the afternoon, everyone's on their laptop, like some people are like reading a book and stuff. And I was sort of like both parts, like threatened by their coolness and also kind of uh, judging them for not having a real job. I was like, what are these fucking people? Like, they look ridiculous. They're reading a book. It's the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, get a job. And then what am I doing? I'm reading a book. It's the middle of the day. I'm, uh, I look the way I look. I was like, I am. One of them. I, <laughs> one of them. them. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of them. It's a funny, funny. Hey, by the way, did you like Triangle of Sanus? Because Because uh, before. Loved it. Okay, before you answer, this is what I'm going to say. Oh. Savelli and... Um, Nick both liked it. They thought it was like very good and funny. And, um, and it was like the father, John Misty of movies. So it's like sort of like uh, very self-aware and sarcastic and funny, but had some heart. And then I asked book club Maddie to go with me. And he said, Oh, the, my favorite reviewers think it's shit. I'm not going to go. So I want, I need you to be the deciding force here. Should I see it?
1: It's, it has flaws. Like it's very heavy handed with what it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like very, very, very it's, but it's, does it very well. Mm. It's cool. It's funny. The filmmaking's like, I, I just really like that director. I, I what's his name, Mike? I can't recall. He's I mean, no,
2: French fuck. guy. Uh, I don't have it in is front he front of me. he French? Oh, I thought he was something else.
1: <laughs> his name's Ruben Ostland, which to me is, is Swedish. Yeah. He's mm. Swedish.
2: He did, he did force majeure before this. Mm. And, uh, I, I mean, in a short answer, the movie's really good. Like it's cool. Like it's 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 a journey, and it's 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 like one of those things though that like it borderlines on like slapsticky, and there's obvious stuff. I right, say no more. Say
0: no more. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay. But but worth it. It's worth the journey, and it's fucking nuts. And I enjoyed it. I hadn't seen a movie like that in a very long time, and I hadn't really gone to a theater like in a long time like that. I went like Shane was saying. I, me, him, and John Poplis went, and it was kind of cool to experience. Like going, I didn't know anything about the movie either like I don't I didn't even watch the trailer I pulled a Mike Kerman actually mm. I went in a little bit cold I just knew people had talked about it and my Insta, or my 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 uh, twitter kept offering me the ad to the 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 movie which was like the woman in the bikini and the guy on the boat, they're on the boat. I know together. your
0: algorithm, you like boats, and, <laughs> yeah, and I'm begin. like, No,
2: oh. <laughs> so it keeps saying triangle of sadness. I'm like, Is this a boat? What is going on here? And then, so when they suggested going, I'm like, Yeah, I'll, I'll pop down and see it. Uh, what was the theater we went to in Hamilton, Shane? It was a great theater, it was really cool. Playhouse, playhouse oh, yeah, in playhouse Hamilton, is awesome. yeah. That place so that is was great. a cool experience as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd recommend it, but it's like, yeah, it's it's a journey. What would you give it out of 10, Shane? Just to to be... That way we can give people a a scale
1: without... If I like something, I want to give everything a 10. If I hate it, I want to give it a zero. But I'll say (laughs) an 8.5. But I do think Max will particularly like this
0: over other people. Okay, Okay, I'm excited. I'm going to watch it. Um, Guys, speaking of... uh, Home break-ins. Mm. Um, I mm. just thought of something about related to book club, Maddie. So I love a I love a segue that goes back ten minutes to what we were talking. <laughs> oh, you know, I just thought of it now. <laughs> <laughs> speaking <laughs> of uh, speaking yeah. of the thing we talked about ten minutes ago, <laughs> yeah. uh, we went to L. A. last week, and and Matt had some meetings down there as well, and we were staying at Tim McCall's place, and I. <laughs> I booked my own flight, and normally Ash takes care of that. And so, uh, of course, I fucked it, fucked it up, and I didn't actually book the flight. No, no, uh, oh man! So it's like Sunday morning. I'm trying to check into my flight, and it doesn't exist. <laughs> and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm supposed to be flying at two o'clock, and um, with Matt. And luckily, there was a flight on. There's a seat on the next flight, but that flight was sold out. So anyway, Matt had to get there early. And we ins- had instructions uh, to get into the house, Tim McAuliffe's house, but Matt was going to have to do it himself. Matt has never met Tim. He hasn't been to Tim's house. It's like kind of in the hills in Silver Lake, so it's probably like a little confusing. He's getting there at night at nighttime. And basically what happened was um, he finds the key in the garage where it's being hid. Should and you he, not be sharing this information? Well, we're not, we're not saying the address. No, no one would okay, know. All right, all right, all there's right. a lot of homes in the hills in Silver Lake. Mm-hmm. Hard to find. You also, need the, um, you also need the code to get into the garage. So you can't even get okay. into the garage without the code. And so what, what that, is that code, by yeah, the way? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> it's 975- <a 975 laughs> <popcorn. laughs> So then, anyway, so then Matt gets the key, opens the door, and then all of a sudden there's this guy standing behind Matt. Keep in mind, we're like in the middle of a neighborhood. Oh, he's man. like, he's like, who are you? And Matt's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> the question back. <laughs> and and also it's like, if you've been following the news at all, it's like, there's, uh, you know, a lot of crime is going up in America. Like people are moving out of LA. There's like, you know, issues with the homeless community and violence. <laughs> this is the narrative. I'm not. So anyway. Matt's like and Matt Fruckman, he he travels with a bindle too. So he can look. He can, he look, he can appear
2: a little bit like he's down on his luck.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, Matt actually is dresses nicely. This fella yeah. looked sort of like me, like a sort of disheveled kind of artist in a way. Like kind of curly hair, and uh it was it looked a little out of it. You know how I can look a little out of it? And he's like, and so uh, and then the guy's like, I live here. And then, <laughs> and Matt, the only thing Matt knows is that Tim. And his wife are away in Paris. Oh, like that, my. That's why we're get. And Matt's like, no, you don't. I, well, I'm staying here. And there's like, well, who are you? He's like, well, my friend is knows the people that live here. He's like, well, I'm living here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm brothers with Jesse. Tim's like, who the fuck is Jesse? So in his mind, he's like... You know, it's like, am I going to call the cops on him? Is he going to call the cops on me? Am I going to have to fight this guy? Like, we're literally standing in the door. Anyway, it turns out that Jesse is Jess, (laughs) Tim's wife. Jess's brother lives in the basement suite downstairs and was not informed that there was going to be people staying in the house so he had left a bunch of his stuff upstairs and had just kind of taken over the place as i'm taking over this place same idea just exploring the space and so it turned out that it was just jess's brother who was very confused and i think a little stoned and it was just like oh and then they kind of had a they 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 figured out who was who and it was fine he showed him the email to clarify the thing but uh yeah it was mm. they almost had to throw down Man. it was it was uh it was it was like a welcome to la moment you know Wow. Anyway, um, I want to know about Detroit. Uh, so answer my question from 20 minutes ago. Uh, what Did you actually what enjoy the again? honeymoon? You, what were you doing in Detroit? You were smoking cigars. Yeah, you were drinking. I you went to a Raptors it. game. You saw Greg Veerman. I yes. saw you.
2: I actually saw you on my TV last night, Shane. Um mm-hmm. Which, which was, so I obviously knew you, you you know, we knew that you were all in Detroit, you and Alex having a good time, and I want to hear about the story, but you did go to the Raptors game on, on the Monday, the Raptors versus Detroit, but I didn't know where you were sitting, so I wasn't able to actually throw the, so I, when I put the kids to bed, I tape the game, and then I, I ignore my phone until I can watch the game, because I don't want the game spoiled for me, it's like my little treat. Mm-hmm. So I get Winona to bed, I go down, and Danica's like, uh, oh, we gotta put this, like, giant playpen together for the baby, and I'm like, oh fuck, the Raps are playing Detroit, and I really want, i uh, yeah, of course. I don't have plans. So whatever. I crack a beer and I start making this playpen. <laughs> I finally get down to the basement and I'm watching the game, but I can't, I don't want to go on the phone cause I don't want the game spoiled. But I feel like if I go on the phone, I might be able to see where you're sitting. Cause I like watching. I know you'd probably have good seats. We talked about how you might have good seats in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So, but I didn't, I couldn't watch it with the game. Game ends, raps win. I'm happy. Finally, I go on Instagram. I see the stories Shane and Alex have fucking balling seats. They've met up with Greg. I'm like, awesome. but I'm like, oh my God, they're right behind the bench, the Raptors bench. or sorry, you were right behind Detroit's bench, I think. so I I went back and I watched the fourth quarter. Watching just you and Alex Uh, because of how visible you guys are on the broadcast. So if anybody listening has leaked pass, Shane and Alex are so entertaining to watch throughout this game. Shane at one point does like a wardrobe change. He goes and gets a different shirt. He you started with a dark shirt, then you had a white shirt. And
1: Mike Gallant was there. There's a musician named Mike Gallant. He's from Petrolia. So he spotted me and he brought me a gift, which was a shirt. And I didn't want to carry this shirt around. I also wanted to. So is he a fan of you a lot,
0: or or are you like like how do you you know michael Ant.
1: he's a fan of the pod nice
0: I, i'd say no, he,
1: he's a big fan of the i'd say he's the biggest fan of the pilot we shot for oh, wow. uh the dessert like the sketch when did you oh, see good. that that's uh, you send it to him yes we've gotten uh, close sometimes i i, I facetimed with him i think I've, i talked to <laughs> him quite a bit and he's actually the reason i went to the game he he had suggested i go um but his phone doesn't work in, in uh, Detroit. Yeah, he's, he lives. So I couldn't I couldn't get a hold of him, but he spotted me and my seats were good. So he had to get security to like escort him down to me. So people thought I was some famous person or something. But uh, yeah, he got me the shirt and then Greg came to visit me and all these things were happening. I got like a cookie delivery. People thought I was somebody <laughs> important.
2: Who sent you the cookie? Uh, Greg. You guys were awesome to watch because... Uh, so Alex is very like um, demonstrative, like like as the oh game because the game got very close at the end. It's like like it, it went from like sort of a ten point lead, then it was down to like a two point game, and it was very intense. And so watching just she like every possession where the raps like say score or get an and one, she's standing up and like. Going crazy and just like loving it. You know, like every up, down, up, down. Every time something goes good, she goes big. And Shane is like, I keep seeing him put his hand over, but there's kind of like a a hockey board that they're behind. So at first, I think you're either stopping her from falling over the board or trying to get her to sit down because you are in Detroit. So you're in enemy no, territory. No, neither. Yeah. Then I realize after like the third time, what you're doing is you're being very cool husband and you just put your hand out and she gives you a five. Yeah. You're fiving her every I'm time just so lazy. she stands up. I yeah. don't want to
1: stand up every time. She'd go, woo. And she's making such a scene and she's like talking to everybody <laughs> in this Detroit uh, game. It was the third day of the trip. So it's like when you're on a bachelor party, you have the lowest energy on the third day day. Although I tried to drink my way out, I was feeling a little lethargic, but... Alex was getting complimented a lot. Like everywhere she went, it was like, you are gorgeous. Like men were like <laughs> flocking to her and that she loves that. So she was very high confidence. And, um, what's the guy, the Cunningham guy, what's his name on Detroit? Oh, Cade. He, Cade, yeah. They're, they're number one
2: overall pick Cade Cunningham. He yeah.
1: really liked Alex. So he wasn't playing <laughs> that game, but he was like, he just <laughs> wouldn't stop staring at, And Alex is just loving it. And I'm just feeling like the biggest <laughs> loser. Right. So, um, <laughs>
0: So she was very high energy and I was kind of funny. Does that give you confidence, though, that like my wife is being hit on no. by almost a rookie of the year? No. Like a younger it's, like it's, athlete who's, you know, like 21 mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. Must feel, that must make you feel either really cool or really insecure. Which one?
1: Mm.
0: You'd think it would insecure. Yeah.
1: You'd think it would be cool. <laughs> but the vibe
0: is always...
1: How did he get with her? (laughs) It's always that type of thing. And I think (laughs) at that moment, like our group was sending in pictures of Pete Davidson and uh, who's Emily (laughs) Emily (laughs) Ratajkowski or whatever, Yeah. yeah. And Ash is like, oh, I hate him. How does he do it? And and because man, manager Ash doesn't like Pete Davidson. And that's the way I feel at all times. I just feel like everyone thinks I'm worthless. I'm not worthy. And Alex is this beautiful goddess and I'm this loser. So, yeah, I thought mm-hmm. it would boost my confidence more than it does, but it doesn't. But, uh, yeah, Cade was definitely not paying attention to the game. I'll tell you that much. No, he wasn't. But, yeah. No yeah it was a good it was a good game it was fun
2: yeah how was the rest of detroit like any from the previous two nights where you were boozing it up was anything anything fun happen anything popping oh, we were detroit? living
1: it up we stayed at a place called the detroit club which i think if this place was anywhere other than detroit it would probably cost two thousand dollars a night like this was oh, wow. the best hotel i've ever been at it we were in the best room in Who the hotel it? it was the only room with a balcony i did But it's, it's it's cheaper because it's Detroit, you know, um, there, yeah, this, the city's not like booming right now. They're, they're doing like a rebuild or whatever. Uh, and yeah, it had a spa. I got massages. Uh, I was in a, on some elite cigar club, (laughs) like, I don't know, smoking cigars. (laughs) What else was I doing? Every restaurant, (laughs)
0: like we, we did every fancy restaurant possible. What? I enjoy that, like, uh, D- D- Detroit's been sort of like in economic turmoil for like the last 50 years. And you're like, yeah, they're just doing like a rebuild or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I the yeah, population's like, so gone right down, like, I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, well, you know, like 10 years ago, they had 800 more thousand people living there. And so it's mm-hmm. they are trying to get the, the core, like, every place is being built up to be some new clip club. I think they have like a seven year plan, but nice, the nice, hotel nice. would be very expensive if it wasn't in Detroit.
2: Nice. Do you, did you hang out with Greg after the game? Cause I, cause I told me you were in Detroit. I was talking to him on the Saturday. No, on the Sunday. No, mm-hmm. no, the day of the game, he, which would he be Monday partied
1: the night before or didn't That's party. What he, said. he was available to party. I assumed he was on his honeymoon. Oh, right. So I was very shocked to see him, but yeah, it was cool. It made me feel cool seeing Greg because I was putting my drink on uh, the thing in front of me, and I was getting yelled at by the ushers. Mm -hmm. But then when Greg came to talk to me, and he was wearing his fancy badge, all of a sudden, all the ushers started kissing my ass. So it was cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: good. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
2: It's time to talk about one of our favorite things, something that keeps our feet warm, that keeps us comfortable. And it's from our friends at Baffin. Max, you were just talking off mic about how you had something to say maybe about the subject.
0: Well, the thing is it snowed today. Mm. Uh, And it's, you know, it's like now is the time because when you, you know, you get in, you get inside, right? And your socks are are a little wet because your boots are wet because they've been outside in the snow and your feet are Mm. cold. And so what do you got to do? You take off those socks and you just slip on your Baffin Kush booties. And then you get all cozy and, and like snuggly. I feel like we're in like co- cozy, snuggly um, era right now. Oh, no, the year? here will
1: March, for sure.
0: Uh huh. Snug time. Snug time. Did you bring your Baffin Kush booties to Detroit? You did, right, Shane? You definitely did. I wanted to. I debated it. I was scared I was going to lose them. I forget things
1: when... Uh... I'm on vacation and I didn't want to forget something as precious as that.
0: I know why you didn't do it subconsciously. Why? Because (laughs) sometimes at the border, they say, do you have anything to declare? Anything that's worth more than $10,000? And in your mind, you thought, well, I'm going to have to declare my kush booties because they're probably worth, I don't know, $15,000, $16,000.
2: I'd like to declare something that's priceless, uh-huh. uh, border officer. <laughs> this is a good bit. Yeah, you might, here's, an, here's another reason you may not have brought them. Because
0: Alex doesn't have hers yet. And you don't want to make her jealous in the hotel well, room. Christmas yeah, is around the that. corner.
2: That is true.
0: <laughs> so Christmas is coming up. As we said, we don't want any divorces happening. Nah. Make your partner happy. <laughs> and Christmas will be saved uh, as well as your marriage. Baffin Kush booties. How about it? It's a hot item. I've already
2: splashed the code around all my in laws. I told ah. them that they, they, yeah, I told them they were our friends on the pod for the, the month of November. They'll get very excited. Even my father in law, who wants like the Baffin boots, he's like, you got a code? I'm like, I, so I sent them the whole thing.
0: Also, there's something, there's also another slogan in there. It's like, bath and cush booties, not for your macho father-in-law. Because you know, he doesn't want that. <laughs> like, get him the boots. But he thinks that. Just, he thinks just,
2: that. But just wait till Christmas morning when I get him those cush booties. Mm-hmm. And my father-in-law, a very manly guy, will be walking around on Christmas morning with those cush booties. So to be clear,
0: they are not worth fifteen dollars or $16,000 you can get them at a very reasonable price. We don't know how much they cost, but they that's available on well, the website. Well, let's be
1: clear, they are worth fifteen dollars or $16,000. However, or, they do not cost that much.
2: No, some would say they're priceless. But if they did cost $16,000, you could get 30% <laughs> off that $16,000 by using the code BESTHANG30 at Baffin.com for your whole purchase.
0: Mikey, uh, how, how have you been? What, what, what you What have you been up to? Anything good for us? Have you watched anything? Is there any pop culture things we should talk about? Uh, yeah. Oh, everything's
2: going on. Lots of going. On. One thing I like doing, and you know, this is just where I'm at right now, is I, me and Winona go to restaurants all the time. We hang mm. out like mm. at least once or twice a week. I'm like, I'm like, let's hit a restaurant. You know, Danica's with the baby, and I'll just, I'll, me and Win will go. And it's become this sort of great. Delight. I'm probably spoiling I'm probably, you know, it's like she's been to more restaurants at four years old than I probably went to before I was 25. But mm. uh, I let her choose. But like in our stretch of like where we live, like there's like a, you know, like a power center and there's kind of like Milestones, Kelsey's, Jack Astor's. Turtle J- so I let her pick and... She always picks Jack Astors because she huh. thinks the donkey's ass, like yeah. the sign, is
0: very funny. Mm, so good tenders there too.
2: Oh, the tendies are great,
0: and the coloring.
2: Yes, the coloring's good, but they got coloring everywhere now. All these restaurants got figure it figured out. But uh, but then, yeah, last week I took her to the keg because I was like, let's like let's like you know bump it up a bit here, Win. Like let's try something you haven't tried before. They, and I, I had to sell the desserts because she was pissed because she wanted to go to Jack Astors because the donkey's ass. And I was like, no, no, no. This, trust me, this place is good. You'll like it. It's gonna be good. The desserts are famous. She's like, all right, I like dessert. So we go. And I don't know, Shane, if you've like done like just you and Lou or whatever hanging out, but it's like it's the funnest thing because like the servers fucking love Winona. So you just get the best treatment. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in a good mood. Winona's sort of like saying hi to everybody. She walks through and it's just yeah. And then you get your food. And then yeah, it was it was a great hang. And then ironically, we got the kids ice cream after we ate our meal. And Winona was not a fan. She's like, let's get out of here. I don't like oh, wow. this ice cream.
0: It's like too fancy. No, but this is, I think, important because you want, uh, whenever I see like parents have to struggle through things that their like kids are into. And I'm just like, this seems like the worst fucking way to spend your time. If you can get them on your schedule, then great. It's just like- uh, you know, bring them to, like, if it was me, it's like, bring them to the coffee shop. You're going to hang out. I'm going to read the paper. I'm going to go yeah. outside and take some phone calls. You sit here. I'll get you like a good muffin. And you're on my schedule now, right? Like, we don't, we're not doing your kid stuff. We're doing adult stuff. 100%. We're just chatting. Yeah.
2: I'm yeah. I'm getting the fucking kindergarten gossip. I actually hung out with Shane's kid on uh, Sunday. John Popoulos, uh had this idea to bring the girls to a McMaster Marauders uh, ba- university basketball game. Good idea. So you're old uh, alma mater there, mm-hmm. Maxie. We were at the gym, uh, but it was fun. While well, Shane and Alex were in Detroit, uh, yeah, we brought Lou to the game with Winona and Josephine. And that was, like, really awesome.
0: You know, it's probably for the kids, too, it's like there's no difference between going to like a Scotiabank arena show or a, like a Raptors game, or just going to see McMaster play. Like they're all big people. No. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know what I mean? It's a kind of the same thing and it's a fraction of the price. The women yeah. were
2: awesome too. Like the women, like the, the level of play, like I know like university ball obviously, but like, it was just really, um, it was just cool to watch. And this was a very classic John Poplis moment. Shane, you'll appreciate this, but so John, his partner, Sarah's there, his wife, Sarah. So it's them two and me and then the three girls. And then halftime happens. And this is a university game. There's a jumbotron. Like there's a level here of like, this isn't just like fuck around in the gym after and like whatever. But so it's halftime. And so the women walk off and then John's like, all right, girls, let's go. And he lets them run around like the court. And I immediately get kind of like nervous because I'm like, you can't do that. Like if this was an NBA game, you can't just run onto the court. You know, it's a college basketball. If this was Duke, you couldn't just do that. So I look at Sarah and I go, I don't think you're allowed to do that. And then, uh, and Sarah's like, yeah, John just does that. Uh, we went to a Ryerson game and, uh, he just kind of <laughs> let Josephine do that. And, and so I'm kind of, so then me, like I naturally do the thing where I kind of take two steps up and away from the situation. Cause I can feel the talking to coming on and all of us. Sure enough, an official comes over and he taps John on the shoulder and he's like, they can't be on the court for halftime. Like the refs are still standing there, but now, all these other kids have seen what have happened and they're trying to get on the court. So now there's a flood of other children (laughs) trying to get on the court because John has created this moment. But this this is what I will say about moments like that is it's like John... John doesn't give a fuck and the girls <laughs> loved it. Like they rem- like they'll remember that moment of joy more than him getting in two seconds of getting admonished by some official, like, like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And John sort of pushing it gave the girls an experience that was more fun for them. Whereas I would be more conservative and follow the rules. So like, I kind of loved it. I got the best of all of it. I got to see the girls enjoying it. John was the one that got in trouble he doesn't feel the embarrassment so then it's like then the, so I, I in some ways i'm kind of like i kind of like that they did that even though i would never and it was for a moment for me uncomfortable like how would you feel in those moments shane
1: i felt bad watching the clip cuz someone put a clip online and you see the young kids and they're sweeping up the floor and they're going over the area. But then Lucy and our, our kids are just running in circles on their dirty shoes. And it's <laughs> yes. just all the work they're doing is for not. And I'm like, oh, what if they create a little puddle or something and someone gets hurt and then we get sued or uh, that that's all I was thinking of. But, yeah, I knew yeah. I knew John was uh, the leader behind that because he he is kind of that guy who just goes in and does what he wants, which I do. I don't I don't know if I admire it, but I think uh it's cool that somebody's doing that. Cause I'm like you, Mike, I'm, I'm too scared of rules.
0: I wouldn't do it.
2: Yeah. He's fun dad. He's like ultimate fun dad in that way.
0: Yeah. And as you said, Mike, like you can't get too mad at little kids. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you're at the restaurant with, you know, with Wynn it's like, she could do anything. And as long as she's like kind of charming and, you know, yeah, it can make the parents
1: look bad. You know, if kids are really going crazy, you kind of, it does reflect poorly on the parents sometimes, not in this case, but I think in other times it can. Uh,
2: that's, and that's the other thing too, is like luckily not through like any sort of like great parenting moment. Like when is a good dinner date? Like she mm-hmm. chills, she take care of her business. She's not like, she's a good hang. She's going to mm-hmm. chat. She's going to color. She's going to order her chicken fingies. So it is, it's, it's, it's a nice, some people don't yeah. get to this point until their kids much older. Like it's fun that I can do this when she's four, who knows, maybe it won't last, but I'm loving it right now. Do
1: you find that you get treated differently as the dad being out with a kid? Like I find 100%. people think I'm just some big sweetie or, <laughs> yes. or it's like, or it's like I'm a they, widower or something. Everyone just yes. thinks I'm the nicest man in the world.
2: It is outrageous. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. is so true. It is like you were doing something like superhuman and it's like, no, I'm just like a dad hanging out with my kid, but maybe it's who not, didn't I don't want to cook.
0: Who did not want to cook. Exactly. That, that's, that's all it is. It's like, I will spend the money and I will not cook or clean. Awesome. Yeah.
2: But you are hundred percent. The vibe is definitely like, you can feel like the oh you know that mm-hmm. whole business and i don't know if that uh-huh. happens if you're the mom bringing the daughter out which is it not fair no. we need to do better as a society but as the dad with my daughter i'm i'll i'll take it
0: i even get a version of that being uncle guy you know when the uncle yeah. guy mm-hmm. uh takes out you know the kids and doing something fun with them yeah i get that i i know the feeling actually um speaking of eating out we um so matt um book club maddie he is very into this uh food podcast called air jordan and it's this guy jordan oaken who's like this 40 something year old like la food dude and he has a podcast and he's had lots of like big celebrities on the podcast and so matt was like i want to go to all the restaurants that jordan and his co-host max shapiro go to in la so the one of the places, which is like a famous hotspot, has been around for like 50 years in West Hollywood, was called Dan Tana's, and it's like this Italian place. And Birchall was there. Joe DiBenedetto was there. Unsworth was there. Will Forte's lovely wife, Olivia, was there. And a girlfriend they had of a hers. Crew. So they had a crew. And it was like an awesome dinner. And Matt was just like so happy because we got to go to this place that was like famous on this podcast. And it's like famous in general in LA. And then uh, on Wednesday, we were going out with another pal for dinner. We went to this place called Animal. Uh, An animal is like on Fairfax, which is kind of like a hip area of like Hollywood. And um, we go in there. And who is in there? Like who walks through the door? Jordan Oaken and his co-host Max Shapiro and like four other dudes. And, you know, you were saying, uh, Shane, about how like everybody kind of like looks the same. Yeah. You know, like so basically like these are all sort of like a bunch of dudes in their 40s who just like love to eat and drink and hang out. So like that is all they seemingly do is just like they're just going to different restaurants every night of the week. And there's like six of them at taking over the spot. And for Matt, it was just a very nice moment for me because if you, he were to see like any celebrity in L.A., it'd be like Larry David's number one and like Jordan Oaken's arguably number two. And he happened to see him there. So it was good. And it was also reminded me of like pretty fun life that, you know, if you guys had taken a different path in life, we could have been those dudes, you know, just hanging out in restaurants, you know eating seven course meals and uh mm. you, you know just just chatting mm. the night away because that that's what those guys have chosen to do it seems like why does he call it air jordan is it
1: h-e-i-r
0: no it's like the air jordan podcast uh, air jordan a food podcast it's like literally spelled like air jordan like the basketball player oh okay but it, where's it, where does
2: the air come in though where's the it, shane's looking for what the clever
0: mm-hmm.
2: turn is here or I think the, there
1: has the, to be something or else that's the least creative name in the world
0: <laughs> Good question. I don't know. Because, yeah, you're right. Like, what is the air pun, you know, when it mm-hmm. comes to food culture that he's he's talking about? You
2: bring know. up, a, you, Max, you just kind of, yeah, you, you brought up an interesting thought. You know, you sort of just, you gave us like a sliding doors, alternate path. Like, mm-hmm. you know, fellas, if you'd made different choices, uh, we could all be loving our lives in L.A. You could have been mm-hmm. part of the group. We could be living like mm-hmm. this guy Jordan and his buds. Shane, do you ever think about the path not taken and what mm. your life looks like if we were, you know, having drinks with the boys in L.A. this past yeah, week?
0: I, yeah, I don't think if you, had met, if you didn't meet Alex, I, I think you'd still be single. I don't know.
1: I feel like I'm so desperate to be with someone at all times. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I've just been jumping from relationship to relationship my whole life, Max. Mm, so I don't true. know why you'd think that. And then when I'm single, I'm just going on a million Tinder dates, trying to find my wife, my future wife. <laughs> <laughs> so you're
0: saying that you absolutely would have found somebody else if you'd never met Alex. Oh yeah. I get lonely. <laughs> 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 I'm very codependent.
1: I'm, I'm not like, uh, you know, other people who could just be alone.
0: Yeah. What about Mike, you? Mike? Yeah. Mike, what about you?
2: Oh, I, if it wasn't Danica, I'd, I'd be single. I'd just be chilling. Mm-hmm. I'd be rolling. Who knows? This, uh, you know, I would have just focused on my career so much. This podcast would probably be more successful. Like, I would, <laughs> I would just focus on things that could, like, <laughs> lift. <laughs> like, living on my own? Oh, my God. I loved it. Like <laughs> do the, the thing,
0: best. Indian food on Sundays, food Nine on Sundays. Like, do the oh, thing. Man. Go to the fridge, Raptors was, game, hanging at the ball. My room, fridge was fridge. literally just Coors Light to
2: offer buds <laughs> when they came over, and and basketball all the time. No, it was great. Mm-hmm. It was it was cool. Like I didn't. Some people, like Shane was saying, he likes to be in a relationship and and all that. I was never like longing for partnership because I think we're so rich in friendship that I got anything I needed. Like in that way, companionship just out of hanging with people, my buds. Uh, but then you know, Danica came back to my life, and it's like I just love her so much that uh, let's we built a family. Once yeah. you have the damn kids, you know they they justify every choice you've ever made up until that point. Well, it's tough mm.
1: because the buds go home. And the buds can't be around you all the time. And then, you know, the buds are going to find someone. So then you're like, oh, well, I better find someone or, or the <laughs> sleepover's over. And I, and I never want the sleepover <laughs> to be done. So I have to make <laughs> the person I marry my best friend. So Alex is, you know, I make her play like video games with me and do do all that sort yeah. of thing. So it's yeah. like it's less wife and it's more friend thing That's pretty sweet.
2: Yeah, it nice. is good. And Max, Max is constantly trying to keep the sleepover going. Mm-hmm. That's why he likes to share yeah. hotel rooms with buds. Like that, that mm-hmm. is what you do. Like you're mm-hmm. always, you want to stay in sort of like a, you're always like, yeah. What? And by the way, you've been pretty successful. Like with, you know, when you, you and Savelli travel together, you and Birch, whatever mm-hmm. it is, like you and the crew, it feels like you always sort of are doing something. You're like that fucking food crew, with Jordan. Them yeah, guests. you have the ultimate
1: I, sleepover job though. Being a touring yeah. musician, every night's a sleepover. Yes.
0: That's true. True. Actually, even because we were when we were in L.A., Matt and I were staying on the east side, but I had some meetings on the west side. and I had some time to kill and virtual was staying in Beverly Hills. I was like, virtual, I'm coming over for a nap. And I just had an awesome nap. And I used this gym just like from on Monday from like, you know, two to six. And then he and then he came home from work, at you know, because he works at TikTok. And uh, and then we we got to hang out and chat. It was great. You lifting
1: weights in the gym? Does it look
0: like it? Oh, Whoa, it, it does, actually.
2: Jesus Christ. You do. Max, that's a legit bicep. <laughs>
0: no, I don't. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. That oh, was now, now my arm hurts from flexing that hard. <laughs> that's the uh, biggest I've flex. ever seen your muscles. <laughs> really? No, I think yeah. it's just the camera. The oh, zoom, okay. zoom does stuff for you. Now uh, he's being
2: modest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no, what am I doing in the gym? No, it's a very, Max, very lazy workout. It's an incredibly lazy workout.
2: you got a big show coming up in Toronto on the 25th. Mm-hmm. Now that I've seen your muscles, we'll like- will a shirt be coming off at this show? Are you going to imagine dragon style or you still uh, I mean?
0: wish? No, I mean, you know, I got to give it up to Tim. Tim, our drummer is, is like, so like lean right now. Tim's always like been lean and tall, but he is, he works out like every day and he eats really healthy. He's sort hmm. of, uh, has an addictive personality. I'd say he said he's sort of like subbed in cigarettes for working out and drinking protein shakes and Mm. shit like that you mean he subbed out cigarettes yeah Yeah, subbed out opposite yeah that's what i mean uh yeah you're right right (laughs) um and so tim's looking really good so i've been encouraging tim to be uh shirtless because i think he'd look great he does look great shirtless i i (laughs) pull it off um i am envious though of the little italians in our band uh mike and tony like because they don't really exercise at all but they Mm -hmm. always just kind of look the same Do you know those guys? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 if they do gain any weight, they hold it in sort of like the best way. Like it's like you don't really notice. Ah, Tony's got a little gut right now, but like you don't really even notice it because he just like has a little. Like a cool pot. It's It's a cool fiction. Yeah.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) nothing (laughs) a nice jacket or the right T-shirt can't cover up. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, I am jealous about that.
2: Well, I'm excited about this show on the 25th. Are Are you coming? I, I, I just like is the gang going? I assume that we were because we talked about another pod but nobody's put anything in motion so I don't know. Yeah, the,
1: yeah. the idea is that you're going to give us tickets, Max. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> because of course. you said you would, not that, there was one pod where you were like, you'll go, right? I'll give you tickets,
0: you said. No, no I'm, well, I'm going to yeah. sort you guys out, of course, obviously. Because I, I would love to go. Yeah, yeah. The, he, here's where it becomes a problem if I, and, and, okay. and I think I've explained this before. The gang can come but when it when it comes into its like, Oh, the wives and their sisters are also interested. Then it kind of balloons from like, you know, 15 people to 49. And that's kind of where. Yeah, I but five.
1: we're more than the gang. We're coworkers.
0: <laughs> oh, well, you guys know. Yeah, I'm talking about the Champagne Boys. I'm talking about the Hamilton crew. Yeah, yeah, but we we're the exception. You can oh, get yeah, us you, I mean yeah are you are you looking for tickets for Alex and her family as well? She's my best friend, man. <laughs> She's more than wife. <laughs> <one. laughs> no, no, of course, of course. Of course, of course. Yeah. We'll we'll take care of all that. That's good. Uh, and pun-
2: as, as we lead up to like a, a Toronto shows, like, you know, as much as a Hamilton, Toronto, these are, I consider these hometown shows. Mm-hmm. Do you, Are these a lot of pressure because everybody, you know, and you ever went to school with, or you ever, you know, you were friends with, they all want in, or is it more exciting?
0: No, it's just a big flex. Speaking of flexing. No, no, it's, it's, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, it, it's, it's like the one thing to like. You know, people really think I'm like uh, Bono or something, you know, like people think. Right. Uh, so it's it's like because most of the time, you know, I never think of ourselves like that because it's like we're just grinding away. And there's always, you know, a lot of work to be done when it comes to continuing to grow the band. And, you know, we know all of, all of our own goals. It's often feel out of reach, but we're just going to keep going. So then you get to do a big show like this and you're like, this is this is crazy because it doesn't feel like us. And we actually just put out um, today, we put out these videos from the rally and it, and it's sort of breathtaking. I want to give a shout out to Corey Schaefer our uh, our director and his team and Ash who produced the whole thing. Uh, because it's like, it's kind of insane when you look back on the the rally live stuff, you're like, where, what the fuck is this? And that's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So you no, know, it's only fun. It's, it's very, uh, it's very like, exciting to do those kinds of shows because because a lot of other things in the job feel like a grind this is just like let's have an awesome time have you ever
1: seen like a teacher who you didn't like in high school or someone who bullied you at
0: one of your shows good question i don't think i was really bullied or there's no teachers that i didn't really like i'm trying to think who would be that person who's like on the Mm. fuck you list i don't know uh i don't think so yeah i don't think so no i don't think i hold any grudges like that yeah.
2: Any former like uh, crushes or girls that you were into that maybe didn't give you the time of day during yeah. your school days that yeah. now are big fans.
0: I don't think I was ever rejected.
2: He's going to say no. What?
0: No, recently though. It's funny. Um, w- our, During like the zoom uh, performance era, uh, Arkells were doing some like private events for, for companies. And there was, I forget the organization, but I, um, basically it was like, a musical performance on a zoom call for like an office staff party. This is like when nobody was going to the office. And I was told ahead of time um, that there was somebody uh, going to be on the call that went to high school with me. And I looked at the list. I was like, Serena Lee. Oh my God. I love, I had the biggest crush on Serena <laughs> Lee. Serena <laughs> Lee was in, in grade 11. I was in grade nine. She was on the volleyball team. She's so beautiful. And now Serena Lee's like, you know, a mother of two and has a nice looking husband and like lives in Etobicoke or whatever. But I, but anyway, so I made the whole bit into my love for Serena Lee like, <laughs> in, in front of all of her cast. I was like, you know, just thinking back, just watching your volleyball games, just being mesmerized. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How did it go over? Uh, oh, She was blushing. She loved it. Everybody on the on the call was was laughing. Yeah, it was it was a good bit. It was very good. That's funny. Yeah, so Shane,
2: you're going the 25th. I want to lock this into my calendar. Yes.
1: Yeah, we moved a shoot for it. We were supposed to have one final shoot day for the dessert. Yeah, and we moved it.
0: Yeah, we so got to yeah. we got to do, do it right. the The, the, the big question is um, where the after party is going to be, because there's a lot of people to organize, and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to hang. So we got to figure that out. I don't know. Well,
2: what, you did. We, I don't know how much we want to get into insider baseball, but the last time you did Scotiabank, Bank, which was a couple months before pandemic? No, 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 because mm-hmm. we got the whole championship season. So when would that have been? Like 2019, 20... Feb? It
0: was 2018. Uh, was it yeah. really? Yeah. Shit, I thought it was no, like 2019. No, was it 2018? So... No, it was 2019. I think it was, I think it was early 2019. Feb, Feb 2019, you're right. But
2: what you guys had set up, because I think we must have talked about it on the pod, was you kind of had this cool little spot for drinks under like in some executive club in the ACC or whatever, the Scotiabank Arena. So, But the question is now, do you do an after party somewhere cool in the city or... Is that is that a big undertaking to try and think about that?
0: Yeah, we're going to we're going to get on that. That's that's uh that's next uh that's next week's problem. We're going to work or maybe this week's problem to be honest. But we are going to figure that out. Maybe we do share club again. I know people weren't happy Ooh. with the the cost of drinks, but that could be a, an easy solution because that's in in the arena doing an, uh, something like an executive boardroom was good. Ash has just texted me. This is where Julian introduced me to executives as a bitch. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So so Julian had this whole bit (laughs) where, and by the way, Ash loves no one more than Julian. Where he's like, like here, this is a bitch. This this, this one right here, she's a bitch, <laughs> and i was just loving it. And then like random people who would be coming up to like the group, Julian would just start introducing, "Oh, do you want to meet my friend? Look out, she's a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good bit. Um, only Julian, only and, Julian could get away but, with that. But the people coming up were like high-ranking executives at MLSC and Universal Music who know Ash and was like, who is this guy? Do you want me to, like, kick him out of the party? And then Ash like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. But, like, people were getting so mad at Julian, even though Ash was delighted by it all.
2: All right. Well, you know, it's something for us to look forward to. And I don't, I mean, we'll obviously record a pod before that big show because that show is a little bit away. And then we'll have the pod after the big show, which will be, we'll have lots of stories because the three of us will presumably be there uh, together in person. We'll have good stuff. So looking forward to that. Maybe listeners uh, of this podcast who live in the, in the GTA, maybe we'll see you at that show, which will be very exciting. Uh, But until then, guys, that's going to be our episode. That's it. That's all. Thank you to Nathan Nash for putting it all together. Thank you to Ash for everything she does. Uh, and thank you to Baffin.com and the Kush Booties because we love them. Uh, go check that out. Once again, promo code is besthang30 at Baffin.com for all of November.